Hello and welcome to another episode of Casting Views, a podcast with your hosts. I'm Dan and I'm here with Lou, where we pick a topic each week and we'll cast our views on it. Now, before I go into what this topic is, Lou, I want to transport you, right? I want to take you to Canada, 2004, okay, where a Canadian woman, uh, 84-year-old, was in the garden. She was weeding on her family farm and she lost a wedding ring and she kept it a secret from everyone. I think she told her son. But then 13 years later, her daughter-in-law was pulling up carrots from the farm, the ground in the farm. And you'll never believe it, but you know where it's going. This, <laughs> this, this carrot had the wedding ring on it. This carrot had grown through the wedding ring. And as she pulled it out the ground, it was discovered. So... I want to talk about amazing coincidences or or amazing events. Now, the reason I chose this is because of something that you mentioned, a story you mentioned in the last podcast about gaming. But yeah, it's just events or things where it shouldn't happen but do. Stars aligning kind of situation. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, come on, she lost the wedding ring. And then, (laughs) you know, 13 years later, yeah. I mean, that's a a really long extent to go to for the sake of not liking your wedding ring and wanting a new one. Um. Well, the thing is, she was so so embarrassed or so worried that she actually went out and bought a cheap one to replace it because she was so she was so worried. I'd ask you and also anyone listening to check out, have have a look at the story. Just say a woman finds long lost ring on carrot and see the picture of the ring on the carrot. It's amazing. No, it's a cool family heirloom as well, isn't it? That's just a great story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it's just that it had to grow through that carrot. And, you know, I mean, what if it was a, a potato? I mean, I don't, I don't know. How, would that have worked? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple of examples, actually, in real life that I want to I talk about. So, so that's what I'm bringing to, to the podcast. Now, I know you will know this first one, but I don't know if you know fully the all kind of like the, the details. I want to assure people listening, this is absolutely true story. I think we've mentioned before that our families are Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents, both Italian, came over to England in, I think it was sort of towards the end of the 60s, early 70s. So my dad, he was quite young when he came over, he was 17. And his family, he, he's got, you know, he had quite a big family. I think when he was quite young and was still in Italy, some of his family moved away so I think one of his uncles they moved to a different town going back to one of our other episodes they didn't have Facebook Twitter MySpace Bebo whatever (laughs) so there was no way of keeping in touch so lost touch with family anyway fast forward to I think it was what it was probably about 10 years ago or so now my uncle was having uh, some visitors over from Italy for a this business event this uh, this association event and couple of people uh, were going, going to go to his house for dinner and my aunt said you know my dad's sister said do you want to come around and you know be be part of this dinner you know have a chat with these people my dad went and it, uh, you remember my dad don't you? your granddad he was he was always one for talking loved yeah loved, yeah loved the chat <laughs> loved the conversation and you know because they came from Italy and they were Italian he was saying oh where you know where'd you come from and this guy said to my dad oh I had an uncle in in England 
and his name was Nicola. And, and my dad said, oh, but that's the name of my dad, you know. And, <laughs> and they started talking and they were saying um, they kind of knew they they found they were kind of grew up in the same area or knew the same people. My dad was saying, are you sure your uncle isn't my dad? And this guy was saying, no, no, it can't be, no way. So my dad went home, got an old photo album, brought it back to the, the, the dinner showed a photo and this guy saw his parents in it and it was my dad's <laughs> cousin he, you know my dad's dad was the the the, the brother of this bloke's mum and <laughs> and it was just amazing now the thing was like I said he's his cousin moved you know his uncle moved town when he was quite young he was already a, a few years older than my dad I think and then my dad came to England like I said when he was 17 so they never knew each other never never spoke but yeah, this, this guy's face apparently just dropped when he saw in the photo <laughs> album, he saw his mum and dad. From then on, my dad and, and his cousin, almost like we're great friends. It's like they lost <laughs> however many years. And, and I just think to myself, okay, in this world, anything is possible. But for, for these two people, for, firstly, for this, you know, this guy, my dad's cousin, to be the person coming over for this event. Randomly, yeah. <laughs> then for... My aunt to say to my dad, oh, do you want to come to have dinner as well to, to, to be with these people? And then, you know, for them to then just start randomly talking about, well, I guess you probably would start talking about family. I, I just think it's, it's kind of blowing my mind. And the fact then that they then, you know, remained kind of the best of friends. Yeah. And I think it's what we said before about in the social media one, the good, the good that social media does is that, and actually, yeah, it absolutely backs up what I said, is that you can now keep in touch God, imagine the hijinks they would have got up to if they grew up together you know, and, <laughs> and known each other before. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, this is always something that will stay with me. You know, my dad passed away now. What? It was eight years ago now. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's the chances of that one particular person striking the conversation up and then realizing, well, actually, we're actually related. <laughs> yeah. But I think to, um, to even add that extra layer of, oh, wow, kind of amazingness to it. So it was a bloke and a woman who came over for this event, but it wasn't, they, they weren't a couple. It was just, it was, but it was basically, it was the woman who was coming over for the event. And I think she asked this guy to come over with her as well. So he shouldn't, right. if I understood, he shouldn't have even been over for it. <laughs> Could you imagine, imagine if you went to someone's house, let's, let's say you've gone to France and you've gone to someone's house for dinner and they're saying, oh, do you, do you think we could be related? They go pull out a photo album and you see your, your mum and dad or you my see dad me or, or you see me in their photo or something. It's, 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 I'm like, I've got a minute. <laughs> yeah. For me, like I said, uh, yes, the world is small, but I also add into the fact that it's from a different country. It's not even as, as if we're saying it's it's from within this country, you know. it's, it's uh, Like I said, I'd, I, I'm finding it difficult to get the words out. A lot of things, like you said, had to line up for this to be perfect. My dad could have said, no, I'm busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't want to go. Or maybe that it was a quiet dinner. They didn't talk about it and they just didn't want to talk about personal things. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. If he'd have said no, that would have been that. You would have never have ever had that experience. He would have never have had that link with that cousin again. And life would have gone on never even knowing that potentially somebody who, somebody who you were related to was five minutes down the road. That yeah. you never even knew existed. Yeah. Or imagine if it wasn't sort of five minutes from dad's house and he couldn't get that photo album yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just think it's got to be so weird like, like I said that you've, you've flown to a different country you're in a stranger's house and then someone shows you a photo of your family I, I, I know it's it's, it's, it's a bit serial killerish if there's no context <laughs> behind it it's like hang on a minute what the fuck <laughs> yeah it's proper uh, what's the word 
multiverse. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the Marvel universe brought to life. Did you you knew this story? Yeah, I think you? I kind of half knew the story, but I didn't realize there were so many factors that went into it. I know that my grandfather had obviously, um, or nonno for those yeah. Italian <laughs> yeah. uh, listeners, um, um, had met a cousin at this dinner, but I didn't know all of the, the the fact that it wasn't even like a family thing. I thought it was people that knew each other from towns that had come over and that sort of thing, but it wasn't. It's just like a business thing and they just happened to be on this trip and you shouldn't have even been there in the first place. Yeah, it's kind of like, I, I don't know, to be honest, I don't really know how to explain it properly, but it's like this Italian association, which our uncle it wasn't it. My dad, but you know, my dad wasn't part of it, but my uncle was. And like I said, I think they would have, he, you know, our uncle or my uncle would go over there. And then sometimes there would be things over here. So, yeah, I, I knew roughly the story. I was at my mum's earlier and I just wanted to make sure I had all the, the facts straight. The, the bit I didn't <laughs> know. Yeah. The bit I didn't know was a bit about sort of dad going to get the photo album. I think that's brilliant. It's like, no. We are related. <laughs> you no, I'm, I'm definitely right. I know you. <laughs> I'm always trying to put my, my myself in in that bloke's mind. I'm thinking, you know, was he at, at what point did he think? Yeah, I think I should go now. <laughs> yeah, he's just like this bloke's a little bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like when and I can imagine my dad driving home. I'm going to prove it to him. I'll show him. <laughs> <laughs> he would have ripped through photo albums as well. There would have been 60 albums upstairs. He would have been dragging through photos. Be like, I'm finding these people in these pictures. I can't remember the album. I, I mean, I didn't see the pictures, so I don't know if he was in it himself, as in the cousin. But yeah, I mean, obviously, of course, he, he recognises his mum and dad. <laughs> you know, I just think about all the, the intricacies. What if they didn't go to their house for dinner? What if it, they just had the, the meeting wherever it was? My dad wouldn't have gone to that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say it can't happen now, because, I mean, you hear stories all the time about potentially like twins who have been put up for adoptions and get separated and then find each other years later. I think it's almost harder with the communication. And, you know, we're talking about sort of like, you know, again, in the 60s. And because obviously, because it's personal to, you know, myself and you, it makes it that bit more sort of special. special. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, yeah. Because I know it's true. I was there. Yeah, I, kind yeah, of, I, yeah. remember, I actually remember the day that my dad went there to do that. And he would have come home and been like, I met my cousin today. I never <laughs> knew he existed. You would be like, yeah, shut up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think I was like, no, come on. No. And, you know, and, and again, because, you know, my dad used to kind of like a, a wind up as well. But yeah, no, like I said, I mean, even now, sort of my mum uh, still speaks to, to the cousin. So I think as amazing coincidences go, I think that's one. I'm going to give it a 10 for wow factor. Do you know? Do you know what you've also done? You've also reinforced the fact that uh, reinforced the stereotype that Italians all know each other somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, do you know? Do you know when you get that thing where people say, "Oh, this person's Italian. You must know them." I'm like, uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I've also modified the way I tell the story because I used to say, "Oh, yeah, uh, you know, my uncle's part of this Italian organization that goes across." <laughs> your... and it's like, and, and the looks you get, and I'm like. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. It was a business meeting. <laughs> yeah, branching overseas <laughs> probably makes it sound worse. Just because it's personal, I'm giving it a well rating of ten. But I, th- I think it would. I think if anyone was telling me that story, my first instinct would be, "No way, get out of it." In a world where anything is possible, I think it's still great that you can still be surprised. I mean, like I said, you know, it's not impossible for two people to meet, right? And like, like, like I said, just the combination of... The combination of all the things that needed to align. <laughs> Even just as simple as saying no, he was, going, he was already going somewhere else, you know. That, that's... <laughs> Is it Sliding Doors? Have you ever seen the film Sliding Doors? Oh, I don't think so. I Must think before it's... before my time. 
Uh, get out of here. <laughs> it's, it's in colour. So it's, oh, all right, fair enough. <laughs> um, if I remember right, it's, it was Gwyneth Paltrow, and it was about it was a film about the same characters, but a decision, and I can't remember what it was. It must have involved sliding doors, um, but a, a, a decision, and it shows what how it pans out on each side of that decision. If you know what I mean. So it's like oh, a bit like the butterfly effect. Kind of, yeah. So yeah, so so it's like you've got a decision to make. Do you go? You know, do you say yes to this person? Do you say no to this person? And it shows what happens on each of those. So how your life would have been different. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's the thing as well. Like I, 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 like, I talked to my, like, mates that I met at Union, obviously, you know. Like, you think to yourself, oh, you had a really good group of mates meeting at Union. It's like, what if you'd have picked a different room where you'd have lived? You would have never even known that they'd have existed. And that's the thing. Like, it really is weird sometimes when you look at things that have happened in your life and think the culmination of events that it took to get me to this point all had to be perfect for me to be in this situation. Is your best friend in the building next to you but you never cross paths with them because you're not in the the same course as them and you don't live in the same building as yeah 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 just just as a caveat as well to any of my friends listening to this um, i'm glad that i picked the room (laughs) (laughs) where where we met by the way (laughs) wouldn't trade any of you (laughs) yeah don't worry i I edited the other bit out it's fine (laughs) (laughs) right i've got some coincidences and i think the wow factor scale is the way that we're going to rank them then Okay, okay. So uh, you might have heard of a couple of them. Um, So I've got three kind of main ones. Now, the first one is the coincidences between Kennedy and Lincoln, the two American presidents. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know if you've heard anything about this, but basically it happened, it all kind of came about in the press after Kennedy's assassination about all of the facts that basically linked the two presidents together. Now, there's a list, basically, of, uh, of coincidences with regard to their assassinations and that sort of thing. Um, and I know that this one's a bit dark, but we are really mm-hmm. running on this theme where I do yeah. the dark, sadistic stuff. <laughs> and you're like the peppy one that will like pick people up, but that's fine. Um, so uh, obviously, both of them were assassinated. Um, but as a bit of a precursor, both of them were elected to Congress in years 46, Lincoln in 1846, Kennedy in 1946. Okay. Both became president in the years 60, Lincoln elected in 1860, and Kennedy elected in 1960. Both had seven letters in their last names. So, you know, that one, but that could be kind of anything. Both married in their 30s to women in their 20s. Again, maybe not so much, but, you know, still a coincidence. Both lost a son while living in the White House. Lincoln had an 11-year-old son and Kennedy lost an infant son. Both sons' names had 21 letters in each, with each having seven letters in their first, middle, and last name. Wow, wow. (laughs) Both were shot on a Friday. Both were shot in the head. Both were shot in the presence of their wives, and both were assassinated by Southerners. Both of their successors were named Johnson, with Lincoln succeeded by Andrew Johnson and Kennedy succeeded by Lyndon B. Johnson. Both were succeeded by Southerners. Both were successors were born in 08. So (laughs) Andrew Johnson was born in 1808. Lyndon B. Johnson was born in 1908. Both assassins, John Wilkes Booth and Lee Harvey Oswald, as we obviously know them, are all known by their three names. And each assassin's name is composed of 15 letters. And this is the best one, I think. Because Lincoln was shot at Ford's theatre and Kennedy was shot in a Ford car. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I think we should go through them to rank them. But there was something you said then. You might, you might jog my memory as, as we go through it. But um, 
there are some really good ones in there. Some are slight stretches. Yeah, I think some are stretches as well, like, you know, the kids' names and that sort of thing. But the fact that they were both elected in the same, both um, elected to Congress in the same year, both elected to presidency in the same year, um, I think is quite, quite interesting. Both of them losing a son while in the White House. That actually, I was going to say, I mean, it's sad. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say it's interesting in the sense of, I wasn't sure how old they were. So I was thinking, well, if they're, if they're old, could it be that there was some, but the fact that one was 11 and one was an infant, I mean... That's tragic. And that is, that shouldn't happen. And you wouldn't expect that to happen, would you? So, yeah, I mean, both of the, both of them being shot on a Friday, I guess, well, I guess there's, there's you know, there's only seven days in a week, maybe. <laughs> so they were both shot and both on a Friday. I mean, I yeah. think that is really, uh, really unusual. Unless like Fridays are, you, you know, you, you walk about grab a gun day. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but it's... I don't know how it worked in America at the time. But, <laughs> But I think no, for me that's a that's a standout one. I think that's pretty impressive. And then both the successors being named Johnsons, pretty impressive. And the fact uh, that both Johnsons were born again a hundred years apart is pretty impressive. I think as well. That's actually before we go, and that's the one that you got me thinking. So we've had on a similar vein here in um in our in football or soccer, we support Tottenham Hotspur, don't we? And we sold a player called Kyle Walker. Yeah. And then we bought, bought a player in straight away called Carl Walker-Peters. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, 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 I remember that. And I just wanted to sell him on, so we then got Carl Walker-Peter-Jones or something and see, <laughs> and see how long we could continue that. So, yeah, that, that, that's that's what that's what triggered in my mind when you said that. Sorry. Sorry and then the, the only final point to this as well is with regard to the assassins, because both of them were also assassinated before their trials. Yeah, well, that's that's going back to the conspiracy, so that might not be as coincidental as you might think. Yeah, that, that, that's true. <laughs> but that's all. That, I I think that that one's pretty impressive. I think you know the fact that two presidents were both assassinated. I mean, you know, the chances of a president being assassinated, I don't know what the odds are. Um, but again, the fact that it was same years, a hundred yeah. years apart, successors, hundred years apart, exactly same days of the week, same instances of like family bereavement. It's almost like they were cursed and connected at the same yeah. time. And you said the same year of birth. So 08, did you say? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, that, that that's, um, sorry, no, what were their years of birth? Yeah. Yeah. So what for the successors? Yeah. That was 1808 and 1908. 19, yeah. That's yeah. So each of those you could take and, and say, some of them, like I said, are, are a bit of a stretch, but kind of like the previous one we just discussed with Dad. If if you've got a lot of them, at what point does it become like, oh, that's a coincidence, that's a coincidence to, yeah, something's going on here. Also, just as a little one with regard to the car as well, because obviously Lincoln shot in Ford's theatre, Kennedy was shot in a Ford car, and it was a Lincoln limousine. And Kennedy also had a female secretary named Lincoln. That's that's weird, isn't it? With this one, I'm actually pretty impressed with this one. I think this one's quite cool. I don't know if it's, again, stars aligning. Maybe it was just history repeating itself. Do you know, like you get a glitch in the Matrix. It doesn't come out quite right. A bit like Deja Vu, where something doesn't come out just quite right exactly the way it was, but it's history repeating itself. That's what, what it is. What makes this one good is that because there was so much time between them, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's not like... You know, even in in like the sixties, there were a couple of assassinations. Uh, it, but but it's just like everything was almost was it a hundred years apart? Did you say? Yeah, yeah, hundred years. I think that is yeah. It's just like that's a cycle that's repeating. Like you said, it's. I I, I think to me that's what makes it the wow. 
It's almost like the person, if there's something that controls the universe, didn't flip the cassette round and they just put it on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of like what's happened with this one. <laughs> Made a dodgy knockoff uh, recording. Bootleg sequel. Yeah. Um, what what do you reckon? What are you giving that one out of ten? It's a hard one because, like I said, some of them seem like they are coincidences that could happen. So they were both, you know, in a position of power which attracts people. We've seen assassinations and attempts yeah. at assassinations. The amount of letters in the surname, well, that's cool. But I think once you then start adding everything, like for me, the again, they're both sad things, but the children dying in office, both being assassinated on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. And linked to the assassination, it is it, that is an interesting one about the, did you say the Ford Theatre and the, the Ford car? Yeah, so it was a Ford, and further to that, it was a Lincoln limousine. Yeah, and the, did you say the secretary called Lincoln? Secretary Evelyn Lincoln. <laughs> I'm going to give that, I think, that's up there. I'm going to give it, my head is saying eight. I'm also giving it an eight, and that's well annoying because it seems like I've copied you now, but I promise I haven't. Because I think there are some coincidences in there that are actually really, really strange. However, there's some that are kind of just bodged together. Like the letters in the name thing, it's like, you know, how long can a name be really like at the time as well? Like, you know, I, I, those ones I'm kind of now, I'm not, I'm not about those ones. But again, it's, it's the amount of similarity. So what would be interesting is, I don't know, take, I don't know, say take Obama and take someone, one of the presidents a hundred years before Obama and are there coincidences, similar coincidences yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. But it is the fact that, you know, it's not like you reeled one or two things off. It was about six, seven, eight. Yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah. that's then what puts it, like I said, for me, puts it up there. Well, what we'll do then is we'll use that as like the baseline for the ones moving forward. Okay, okay. Because then we know what to kind of judge against as well. So the second one that I've got, is a lady called Violet Constance Jessup. Lovely name. Okay. Um, and she, her nickname was the Queen of Sinking Ships or Miss Unsinkable. And that's because she survived the sinking of the Titanic, the sinking of the sister ship, the Britannic, and she was also on board the RMS Olympic when it collided with the British warship. Now she could even. This is either an amazing coincidence or she's just very lucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I don't know if this is coincidence because it's coincidence, but horrific coincidence or really lucky coincidence, depending on the way that you look at it. So it was 1911, and she was a stewardess on the RMS Olympic, and it was basically a luxury ship, um, obviously. Um, and uh, there were no fatalities. Um, but that one was when it made it back to port, basically, and it 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 was just collided with a, a warship, basically. So there were no fatalities, but it was a a a boat crash. So you wouldn't be terribly put off of ships, I guess, at that point, because no no collisions. It didn't necessarily sink. Absolutely yeah, fine. Yeah. The problem came a year later in 1912 when she was a stewardess on the Titanic. And she survived the sinking of the Titanic. She was basically ordered onto a lifeboat um, and they gave her a baby to look after, funnily enough, is a quite cool point to the story. Um, They were rescued by the Carpathia um, and then were taken to New York. Um, So she survived that. And then the Britannic, um, she was on board it, which and this was the younger sister ship of the Titanic that had been converted into a hospital hospital ship. And um, it sank 
um, after basically just an unexplained explosion. Was she working on that one as well? Yeah, she was a stewardess on that one as well. Okay, okay. With the Britannic, it was... uh, Killed 30 of 1,066 people. So there wasn't many fatalities in comparison to obviously the Titanic. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. for me, it's not even about the fatalities, which I don't mean that to sound bad on, on the fatalities. If I'm taking this as a as an example of our, our theme, I think as with any mode of transport, so we know air accidents happen, we know vehicle accidents happen. So a boat or, or a ship there's going to be X percentage or X chance of it encountering an issue or or having a crash, right? Yeah, yeah. If she was working on them, what we don't know is, say, how many ships did she go on or how many voyages did she go on? But the fact that three of these things happened to her and she was able to survive them all, I think that, again, to me, it's the accumulation of them all. I was going to call her unlucky, but no, of course she's lucky because she survived them all. Do you know what this um, kind of reminds me of? Uh, do you know um, what's that? F- uh, you know what? This is awful that I don't know this, but it'll come back to me. Final Destination. <laughs> oh, right. Yes. Do you know when yeah. death is like knocking on the door because it is desperate to get to you? Yeah. That's yeah. at the point where you're just like, this This is kind of the coincidence where it's like, I, I'm, I don't think I'm supposed to be working with ships. Do you know what the funniest thing is as well? Um, she actually went to return to work for White Star Line in 1920. So even the three, even the three incidents didn't put her off, which I think is brilliant. Obviously, yeah, but would you hire her? <laughs> well, yeah, this is the thing. I turn around and be like, "Hang on a minute!" I'm like, "The last three that you've served on." Oh, at first, I was thinking, "Oh my word!" If you knew, you'd want to be as far away from her as possible. But then I'm thinking, "No, if you're on the same ship as her, you'd want to you be want to right stand next, next to her." To her. Yeah. <laughs> I go where you go. I yeah, I think again. I'm probably going to rate it slightly less than the previous one. But only just, I might give it a seven, just because these things can happen. But it's a fact that, like I said, that she went once and twice, three times in a lifetime. I think that is what would make this an unusual story. Yeah. I'm, you know what? I'm going to rank it higher than the Kennedy one, and I'm going to give this a nine. And that's only because I think, you know, when people talk about like plane travel nowadays, for instance, they're like, that's one of the safest ways to travel. What are the likelihood of instances? I don't actually know what the percentage chance of being on a sinking ship back in the 1910s was. But I just think it's like lottery astronomical level to be on three. Yeah. So I feel like that is that is ridiculous. Like I feel like you'd be looking at life and think, you know what? I really need to make sure that I don't walk under ladders and I don't do this and I don't walk over drains because bad luck is actually coming for you. Or would you think the opposite? Would you think you're almost um, kind of like too lucky? Yeah, maybe you yeah. go buy a lottery ticket or unbreakable? <laughs> would you think you know like? You're untouchable. I don't know. Would you... Yeah, it does say here that she went on to be the first person to ever skydive. And... No, 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 it doesn't. Do no. <laughs> Without a parachute. And... Without a parachute. And... And... Yeah. <laughs> For it to happen once is is unfortunate. For it to happen twice is really unfortunate. But to happen three times, I mean, yeah. and she still went back. I mean, that, Yeah, know. she still went back to work. I was just like, my God. I'd be like, imagine filling out the insurance form for staff for that. It's just turning around and being like, what's your previous experience? Oh, it sank, uh, sank, uh, it crashed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nowhere near the, the engine. The, the employee's like, I'm going to need more than that little tiny box that you're giving me to fill out my experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, that's 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 pretty amazing. I mean, fair play, fair play to her. I mean, like I said, it's um, to go back to do the same thing after the sea. I mean, even, you know, even though she, she survived and we said that on, on one of them, it wasn't a, a, a huge 
kind of loss of life compared to what it could have been. I mean, it's still got to be a traumatic event. And that's the thing as well, because the Titanic, you have to remember, was the second one, which was obviously one of the worst like ship disasters ever to have happened. Yeah. So you think about that, like we still look at the Titanic now, obviously the film's kind of immortalised the event in and of itself. But that was a horrific, horrific event. And then to go back and then for that to happen again after that, I just, I can't, I can, no, I'd be traumatised. You would be. But yeah, that's that's my second one. So I'm giving that one a nine. Right. Do you want my third one? My third one's relatively short. And this one's kind of just kind of a romantic coincidence. It's not romantic, actually, because it's still someone dying. But it's kind of a romantic coincidence in, in the context and that sort of thing. Well, tell you what, let's do that. Then we'll go to mine. And then I want you to, to do the one you mentioned about in the gaming podcast, because that's pretty Oh, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got you. OK, so this one is about Mark Twain. All right. OK, yeah. And Halley's Comet. So Halley's Comet appeared in the sky the year he was born in 1835. Now, the comet moves in a 75 or 76 year orbit. Um, and as it neared Earth again, Mark Twain was quoted as saying, I came in with Halley's Comet. It's coming again. And I expect to go out with it. The Almighty has said, no doubt. Now here are these two unaccountable freaks. They came in together. They must go out together. Sure enough. He died on April 21st, 1910, just as the comet made its next appearance. Wow. Okay. <laughs> now that is kind of predicting his own death in reality. And that one's quite scary, I think. But yeah, I, I think that that, do you know what it is? I really like that. Oh, no, I like that one. Literally talking about I know what you mean. Person. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. I really like that one because it's almost like poetic and romantic at the same time, because it's like he looked at the world and that was his destiny and it came to fruition. Oh, it's like and what, that's what I like that one. Yeah, what brought him in, then that's what took him out. Uh, not yeah, literally, yeah, but I mean, not literally. You know, <laughs> the only way it could have been could have been a little bit scarier would have been if Halley's comet had orbited into Earth and then hit him. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, there'd be a, a there'd be a bigger story around that. I think. I mean, the logical part of me says, well, if it's every seventy-five years, that mean he was seventy-five, seventy-six, which is a good age, you know. And the age that probably people do start to experience issues of of shuffling the mortal coil to also be poetic. Again, it's just like you said; it's the fact that there was a a a rareish event that a lot of people only see once. You know, once you can see it once, twice in your lifetime to be born on the day that that comet goes. But then the same person, I mean, there must be loads of people that are born when Halley's comet comes around, right? There must be loads of people that die when it comes around. But to have a birth and a death on that. Yeah, yeah. I just found out he died of a heart attack. But again, maybe at the time, people's life expectancy was probably there or there about 75 in reality, because this is early 1900s, isn't it? And the next expected sighting, just for anybody wondering, of Halley's Comet is the 28th of July, 2061. Wow. Okay, 40 years. Oh, let's hope yeah. I get to see it then. Tune in to the podcast. What day did you say it was? <laughs> Tune in on our episode 28th of July, 2061, where we'll be doing this by holographic projection and giving you our live reaction to Haley's Comet. <laughs> maybe by then, I, again, people won't see this. And we, we, we said before, maybe we should start recording as soon as we log on. But yeah, maybe by then we'll be able to start recording as soon as we jump in and not have issues with either headsets or... Uh... <laughs> Or microphones. Okay, that that's cool. I think it has slightly less of a wow factor than the last two you've said, I think. 
but only because the last two have had so many. Like, again, the, the president one, there was about 10 different things. Your previous one, there were three big tragedies that somebody was part of and walked away from them all. This one, like I said, I think, again, logically, I want to say, well, he was 75 and that comet just happened to be passing by on the same day. But it is it is pretty special. It is pretty special. The, the, the reason why I, I, I still think it's decent. For me, anything above a six is good, right? Really good. Yeah. It, it's the fact that he was born and died when that comet made its appearance. Yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty funky. That's, yeah. yeah I've, you know what? Just just again, for kind of like the, the, the poetic beauty of it, I think I'm giving this one an eight. Because I think it's cool as well, the fact that those words in terms of like, you know, th- those words are kind of like immortalized with you because it's the prediction that you gave and it actually did come true almost. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's quite a cool thing. So I'm giving it an eight, I think. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, we're there or thereabouts together, aren't we? So yeah. my next one is, again, another personal story. So sort of a few, well, I say a few years ago. I reckon it's about 10, 12 years ago. A few years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 10 or 12 years ago. Me and, me and my girlfriend, we were on um, holiday and we sort of went on a couple of the group holidays, we went on a couple of these like adventure type holidays. So we went as part of a group, but you wouldn't know the others. You just, there'd be like 10 people on a group and we went to Ecuador. You know I me, mean? I like chatting to people. I like making friends with people. So I tend to try, as, if people, as long as people are up for it, I try to talk to everyone and, and make friends with them. There was this guy from South Africa. He was called Malcolm. I never get really nice guy. At the end of the holiday, we say goodbye. He's, he obviously went home to South Africa. We came back home to, to good old England. Then it was either a year or two years later, myself and my partner, we went to Argentina. And on the last day of the holiday, we had an earlyish flight. I think we were leaving the hotel about 11 o'clock. And we thought, all right, in a.m. We thought, right, we're not going to get up to anything. So we'll just wake up a bit late, chill, have, have a late breakfast and then check out and, and go. And we were having breakfast and your mind's already set to go in. So you're in a bit of a downer. We were just sitting there silently eating our breakfast. Literally, just as we were getting up to go back to our room, here's someone call my name. Hold on, I don't know anyone over here, right? Turn round. (laughs) (laughs) Turn round. And it was that guy. It was was Malcolm from the previous holiday. He had just (laughs) flown in to that hotel. He was doing the same holiday we were. So we were going out and he'd just come in. And so we had a quick chat. and. And, and it was brilliant. I mean, like I said, it, you know, as as they go, they're not. It's not necessarily spectacular, but it's just the fact of again of all the the people and all the times. I mean, we could have done that holiday a week earlier. We wouldn't have seen him. We could have done it a few weeks later. Wouldn't have seen him. We could have chosen to have breakfast at a different time, and we wouldn't have seen him. And it's just the fact that someone we met on a a random holiday. It's like you said, you know, sort of who you end up in in digs with at uni, right? We ended up on that group on one holiday with him. And then he ends up in the restaurant of the hotel that we're at and, and sort of remembers us, sort of said hello. <laughs> and and again, then it, I remember the next holiday we went on, I kept looking around for him. <laughs> Where's Malcolm? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. I mean, like I said, it's not necessarily as good as my first one or, or a couple of yours, but I... I, I I think it's a pretty cool one. I think it's really. I cool. think that one's good though because the chances of bumping, like, let's say, like, again, even the chance of just having like enough conversation with a person on these group. I don't know how many people were kind of on them, but even just being, you know, close enough to have 
chats with them and get to know them and that sort of thing. And then by chance, happening to bump into one on a completely... How, how long away, did, how um, far apart, sorry, did you say the holidays were? Uh, the less it would have been a year. At most, I reckon, two, possibly three years. But, but no but, more than that, so... Because the thing is, as well, even to take the same trips, like, uh, you, you know, you, you've you've been to a lot of countries in the world. Maybe we should do a podcast episode on that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Travel recommendations. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> um, but even to have picked the same then destinations and to bump into the same stranger that you met on a holiday, maybe potentially three years prior. I think that's actually a pretty cool one. I hadn't even seen him. I think he was behind me. So, you know, if he hadn't have seen us or or picked us up or called out, I would have walked out and we wouldn't have even had that yeah. encounter. But it's the fact that he saw us, you know, recognised us and called us. Otherwise, if he'd have sat with his back to us, the thing is that would have been probably even cooler, but we would never have known. So we could have been yeah. sitting next to each other or, or be, you know, behind each other, not not even, you know, never known. And, and you know, we go off on our merry ways. I mean, we may have even, part, he may have come over here. Who knows? He may have come to England a couple of times. And Did you never stay in touch with this bloke? We did. I think... So because he lived in South Africa, we exchanged because we thought, oh, if we ever go over there. So we had a few emails with him um, when we came back. But that was it, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, luckily we didn't offend him or anything (laughs) or he didn't (laughs) offend us in in it. For me, what it is, is one, it's like I said, it's that encounter on the first holiday. Then we are in two separate countries where we live. And then we've gone to another third country at the same time, at a random time later. Uh, yeah, I, I just, again, it's like, um, possibly it could happen, but come on, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even the fact that he recognised you. Yeah, yeah. It's kind yeah. of like, like this, this is what I mean. In reality, let's, let's, like you, you, both both sets of you would have travelled plenty of times in between, obviously, yeah, the two yeah. of you meeting again. And again, even the fact that he recognised you in the middle of this place, because sometimes you ever walk down the street and kind of do a double take at someone, someone being like, oh, I know them, but you don't do anything. You don't register it in your mind properly. Again, he could have done that. He could have looked at you and thought, he looks familiar, but I don't know. Yeah, because I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't think I would have had the guts to do that. If, if it was in, um, you go somewhere in your own country. Now, obviously, like America is massive. Our country is, is a lot smaller. <laughs> but say we went on a, on a domestic trip to Scotland and we met someone there. If I then was in the next town over from here, I saw him, I might try say, oh, you know, have yeah, say, oh, yeah. I don't think I would be that is brave enough in another country, you know, like in a different continent to see someone I met for 10 days, two years earlier. Because your mind would automatically be like, nah, not them. The thing is, say it was a couple of years, I probably still remember what it looks like now, but your mind always sort of plays tricks and probably fills in gaps that aren't there. And so it probably, you know, I'd probably go up to someone and and probably would have ended up being detained by the uh, the police, you know. So, but no, you are him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, and they're like, they're like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> someone starts. He speaks perfect, nothing but Spanish. No, you are Malcolm. <laughs> I guess you got nothing to lose. You shout out a name if the people turn around, they turn around. And, but it was it was just more like for me. I thought, who knows me here? You know, it's almost like, hello, what's going on? Yeah, that that one's quite cool. I'm I'm actually going to give you a nine for that one. Okay, all right, cool. I'm giving you a nine for that one because I think, again, the chances of meeting in a wholly different country, the fact that he even recognised you, the fact that you were due to leave and he'd literally just walked in, 
I think that's pretty cool set of coincidences. Say that wasn't our last day and he'd flown in, we'd normally be out out sort of like 8 a.m. because we want to get stuff done. You know, we want to yeah. go see things. But because it was the last day, we just slummed about a little bit. You know, we just took it easy. What's the point when you, you've got to be out the hotel at like 10 or 11? So, yeah, yeah. it was just that, that combination of things that, that led up to bumping into him. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah, I think that's a wicked one. I did have, again, on a similar one, I, I just, again, it was, it, was a, it was on another holiday, but it was in a, again, it was in a random place. It was in the, the Maldives. I remember we got to the airport. We're, we're in the queue, and I think, I think my, my girlfriend, I think she was probably at the checking desk sorting something out. And I was just standing, because it was a tiny, like I said, I, I, if, I'm, if I've got, if my memory serves me right, don't underestimate how small it was. It's not like Heathrow. And I was just looking out the door and, and this woman walks past and I thought, gosh, she looks so familiar. And I thought, no. And I thought, I know who she is. And I thought, no, it can't be. Absolutely not. And then the guy walks in behind her, would have been her husband. And right, there was no mistaking him. And I'll say why in a minute. And I thought, that, that's the parents of who was my best friend at school. Now, this was, this was probably 20 years <laughs> later. Again, go back to the social media episode. Listen to it if you haven't. I hadn't spoken to him for years because he moved away. He did his own thing. I, you know, I moved away, did my own thing. And I thought, my God, those are his parents. And then literally, no, no joke, two minutes after he walks in, right? And, and, and I thought, right, a woman that potentially looks like his mum, okay, could be a lookalike. A bloke that walks in after that woman that looks like his mum and looks exactly like his dad, right? And, and the reason I said this, and, you know, I don't think it's a bad thing to say, but he looked like, do you remember the Italian ref, Kalina? Similar, similar oh, vibe, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I thought, yeah, yeah, that, that's definitely him. And then to see then your, your mate walking or, or what was your best friend at school? And then we were basically, <laughs> we were on then the same, it was a connecting flight. We were literally about four or five rows apart. And and again, and it was like, yes, you can meet, <laughs> anyone can go anywhere, you know, at the time, anyone could go anywhere in the world and they could, just like I was there, they could be there. But again, it's the being there at that same time as us, me looking at the door and like I said, seeing this woman walk in. And if I hadn't, because we were six or, or so rows behind, we would have been on the plane, we, I, we would have sat down. Would I have seen them? Possibly when they were getting on, but because it was only like a... 40 minute flight maybe an hour i can't again i can't remember there, there's a chance wouldn't have seen them necessarily on the plane and then we were getting different flights so, so yeah, yeah kind yeah. of bumping into like a, a family oh and 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 again linking to another podcast that will be that's actually not aired as we're recording this but it's about um our history in gaming again check that one out remember in that I mentioned I used to go to a mate's house and bring my Commodore Amiga around in a huge rucksack it was his house it was his house uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete oh, yeah again right, and I, right, I right. just found it bizarre because I thought of all the places to bump into someone yeah in, in a tiny airport on the other side of the world I think yeah it was pretty cool <laughs> I'm giving that one a good rating as well I think that I'm ranking that on the same one as the stranger only because as well, this one was the Maldives and it's small, like even when you say connecting flight, I imagine the plane was relatively. It's just the airport itself was small. So the chance of bumping into someone there, if, if you're there, was is probably higher than, like I said, at Heathrow or, or Gatwick. Oh, that's, yeah, I guess that's true. But the destination in and of itself yeah, yeah. is probably a bit the mad. The fact really. that I hadn't seen them for so long. 
it was just the thoughts go through my brain when like i said i saw his mum walk in i said oh my god that looks just like pete's mum from back in the day and then like, oh my god that looks like pete's dad but that has to be his dad i said it looks i said that's <laughs> if it's not cloning has been achieved right because it, it, it was him <laughs> and then when i saw him and i thought that oh my god this is it and so i just i, I, I literally i probably ran right over to them and just said oh my god oh my god <laughs> and i remember going up to them on the See, plane I, and talking to them on the plane then after i thought the thought that would you gone through your head would have been like oh my god it's pete's mum and then you would have been like oh my god pierre luigi colina <laughs> <laughs> like, of all the people <laughs> For me, it's one, it's a nice one for me because it, I think it just shows that you think things are impossible, but when it kind of goes back to like my dad meeting his cousin. It's just amazing sets of coincidence that, you know, I don't bump into him here. <laughs> you know, this country, you're only like four or five hours from most places, right? <laughs> from where yeah, we are. Yeah, it's true, so, actually. Yeah. So, you know, I, I've never, I've never bumped into him sort of here. Yeah, no, I, again, I think that I'm probably giving that one a nine, I'll to be fair. That. Thank you. I think I, I, I rate that one. Again, just because as well, with the Maldives, the Maldives isn't necessarily a common destination for anyone in and of itself. And obviously to be on the same flight the same day, to see them all again after so many years, I think that one's quite cool. And also it's like personal sentiment as well. So I'm going to give you the I That's it. That. I think to finish, <laughs> I think that's exactly it. Because I mean, could have been a later flight. They, they could have been on a day earlier. We could have been a day later, but it's not. We were on the same bloody flight. You know, <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Did you say you had a bonus one? Ah, oh, do you want, sorry, do you want the, the, the Xbox one again? Right. So if you didn't listen to our podcast where we talked about gaming, number one, why have you not? You should have done. <laughs> and number two, um, the reason that this has all been sparked off is because of something my, I mentioned during gaming. I used to play um, PlayStation 3 and Call of Duty World at War was my game. Loved that game. Dedicated 65 days game time in the space of a year. Spent a quarter of my life on that game, that, that, <laughs> that one calendar year. <laughs> and I, I met a guy playing online um, and I remember he had a real, I, I actually think I remember the gamer tag still. I think his gamer tag was VOD or something like V-E-A-D-I or something along those lines. It was, it was something along the lines. Um, and we used to play Call of Duty World at War together. I never met the person, probably about the same age as me, you know, like, you know, like 14, 15 at the time, you just play games with people you meet online. Um, and then obviously that game finished. We, um, I moved on to Xbox, um, never had any PlayStation accounts or anything. And then it was only when Call of Duty World War II came out um, again, really like that game because I like the style of the game. Um, and then I remember being in a lobby with someone that had the same gamer tag. And I was sat there, I was like, hmm, surely not. <laughs> I was like, I remember that name. I remember that name. And I sent a message just randomly to this person. And I just by chance said, I was like, look, I used to play Call of Duty World at War and I've got the same gamer tag that I did. I was like, are you the guy that I used to play with? Um, basically expanded on what we used to play, what game modes, that sort of thing. And they legitimately sent me a message back being like, yeah, it was <laughs> you. That's fucking amazing. I was like, unbelievable. I was like, of all the lobbies to be in, like of all of the, the, the hundreds of thousands of games that are loaded up on Call of Duty to be randomly matched with my former partner was brilliant. See, I, and the reason I wanted you to say this one was because one, I didn't find you, I didn't know about this until you said it in the last episode. So, and, and two, because it's gaming, I, lo I love gaming. Xbox, you're still not following me. I know you haven't heard the gaming one, but you, you must have heard the social media one. So, you know, sort it out. <laughs>
And if I remember right, I think you and yeah, you and your dad loved that game, didn't you? And I think weren't you pretty much like the lone warriors right almost at the end of the lobbies before they like probably disconnected the servers? Oh yeah, yeah. I played that I rinsed the ever loving hell out of it. I think I remember game. like your dad almost <laughs> making it sound quite romantic that it was like literally just a handful of you left at the end, you know, seeing the, the battle out. But no, I love this. And the reason why I love it is one, I think it's a common theme, just like I, I, I love your analogy about uni it's when online gaming is even more random with who you're put, pitted against right because it's people around the world it's not just you know uni there is a physical building that can only have a certain amount of people and you're going to be one of them whereas online gaming you could be in a local lobby it could be european is it is it north american it's any anyone in the world right two you've transferred systems right you've gone from playstation yeah, to xbox yeah. now i i think when i've had i think when i had a playstation i don't think i had the same name tag uh, you know gamer tag i think i used a different one so if that was me that would never have happened with you or if you change your gamer tag with he changed his gamer tag wouldn't have happened yeah yeah so you've changed systems kept your gamer tags you've then ended up in the same game and, and so, <laughs> amazing. So I really like that. So again, I, I'm, I'm for me, I'm giving it a high one. I'm giving it a nine because it ticks all the boxes for me. It's um, it's gaming. It's personal. It's happened to you. You know, like I said, it's um, what are the odds? Like you said, for for you both to get an Xbox and then both to keep the same gamer tag and then both meet each other. Oh, I, I, I think that's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. I know the uniqueness of the gamer tag. Thank God I was creative <laughs> with it. And I can't, you, you know, you'd have to look Vaodi or whoever. Please, you know, we're going to try find you. I think you should come on. Yeah, I, I know my Xbox is actually battered because it won't connect to the internet anymore. I'm actually going to see if I can go back on my Xbox One or like my Xbox account and find any messages if they save. Did you add? Did you add him as a friend? Um, did and you I'll add see him if as I can a friend. I think so at the time, but again, like as you get older, because this is the thing, because he was the same age as me at the time, he would have been an adult like me as well so you have responsibilities you don't game as much like in reality i only used to jump on for a game of fifa but i'm pretty well, sure i might check i might check so i'll have to go well, back to your friends list. list as well but but yeah i mean i think that would be brilliant if we could get you on and, and you'd go. <laughs> could you imagine reaching and out tell me could, uh, tell we'll me if lucio really did have a as high kill death ratio as he t- keeps telling me he did <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i actually was a brilliant world at no, war are, player i was you fantastic are, <laughs> do you have any more? No, I think that's my final, final one. I did have a couple of what like, do you want do you want do you want me to to kind of go true to theme and end on a really kind of depressing one? Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, okay. This is gonna be super short, right? And it's amazing coincidence, obviously. And again, I don't know whether this is luck. It, it obviously for the individual it's humongous luck. Um so obviously in two thousand and fourteen there were two plane um incidents with Malaysian Airlines. Oh, yeah, do you remember yeah, them? Yeah. So one of them, I think, was shot down um, over Ukraine, I believe. And the other one, I think, just went missing. And I still don't think to this day, they ever fa- did they ever find any wreckage for that plane? I don't think they They did. may have found a couple of bits, but I don't think, you know, I don't think they recovered what they would normally do. Yeah, because, yeah, that, that it was it was obviously a complete mystery as to why it even went down yeah, in the first yeah. place, I think, and even still to this day. Now, there was a man named Martin de Jong, and he was a Dutch Dutchman, he was actually scheduled to take both flights. He didn't take both flights because he changed his tickets last minute because cheaper alternatives came up both wow. times. And that kind of goes into um 
I think we hit upon this in our conspiracy one, didn't we? Where we said there's always, you know, what makes certain things more more real is when people say, oh, I should have been on that. Yeah, yeah. Both in the same year as well. And again, it's kind of what we, what we said about ship disasters as well. Like people say, you know, plane travel is the safest. How many hundreds of thousands, millions of planes take off every year or however many millions of air miles are done and you never get an incident. And just by chance, the bloke was due to be booked on both, and fate took him away. But that's the thing. Them. Could you know? Could you imagine the first one? He his mind must be thinking, "Oh my god, you know that could have been me." But you you wouldn't necessarily think then the next one, the same thing could happen. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 a very yeah. weird one that, in the sense of it's obviously very tragic. But what what a story for him, you know. Yeah, yeah. In and of itself, I feel like when you have an experience like that, I feel like you must come out feeling blessed by whatever supreme entity you believe in. If yeah, you believe yeah, in yeah. Any. No, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so I think we've we've gone through quite a variety there, haven't we? I think it's um, it's interesting what can happen. Yeah, yeah. This is what I mean. It's weird the culmination of events, and it's true. It's kind of like a butterfly effect thing, where you, where you look at it and you think, what series of events actually did need to happen for me to be in this moment right here. And then when you look back on like the freaky things that might have happened in your life, you think, wow, that's actually a See, what, bit what I want to do is I want us to get Casting Views hoodies. So wherever we go, hopefully people could say, Casting Views, Dan and Lou, which one are you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's what I want. That's what I want. That's the dream. That's the dream. Uh, well, hopefully you've enjoyed listening to this. Um, you know, do get in touch. Let us know if you had a particular favourite or I think even more, I think we'd love to know if you've got, if there are any other stories out there similar to this, especially if there are any personal stories that you'd like to share with us on it. You can get in touch with us at by email at castingviewspod at gmail.com. On Twitter, we're at castingviews. If you've liked this, please do leave us a review. Any feedback is is great. We love to hear it. Good or bad. <laughs> yeah, good or bad. We prefer the good, but you know... <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll try taking the bad one too and again we'll finish by saying we know there's a lot of podcasts from which you can choose so we thank you for listening to casting views